Ghosticles time. Oh, you're not singing. It's Ghosticles time. <laughs> it's Ghosticles time. Everyone's still bloated from Thanksgiving Ghosticles time. And it doesn't have anything to do with testicles. But it does have a lot to do with tryptophan and food coma. Mm. Or as we call it, the itis. We used to, when I was in a sketch comedy troupe, we had this song that we would sing in our holiday show that went like this. Trip to fan and crystal meth. <laughs> and so whenever I hear trip to fan, I sing that it in my head. That sounds like a weird just like tag jingle for an ad, for a brand. Like like Yep. <laughs> yep. That was the Trip to Fan and Crystal yeah. Meth. It's like a nice Yeah, one of the guys in the radio troop, ad. Dwayne. Dwayne was a, a marketing dude. And so, uh, so that was one he of knew, his, yeah. He knew from jingles. He knew, he knew from It was jingles. pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was, I miss, so Do I, I remember an, anything else? No, but I do remember I, that song. I, you know what? I, so I spent, you know, almost 10 years working for an ad firm. And you know what? We never really dealt with jingles. And I, I'm so sad about that hmm. upon reflection because jingles are so stupid and fun. Um, <laughs> they are. And they're so dumb. I mean, I still remember jingles from my childhood. They're still lodged in my head somewhere. And they just come out in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. I'll just, you know, be staring at the ceiling and suddenly I hear, Nabisco. Or, yeah. <laughs> or. I mean, there's a whole song. Or, can't get enough super golden crisp. It's got the crunch with punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shit's still in there. Why is it in there? It does. It yeah. serves me nothing. <laughs> there is. I be, I probably talked about it last year. An entire song in Oklahoma for BC Clark's, and it's uh, everybody knows it. If you live in Oklahoma, you know the BC Clark's anniversary sale song that comes around. You know most sales are after Christmas. Bill Clark's is just before. As everything is marked way down, savings you can't ignore at Oklahoma's oldest jeweler since 1892. So get the gift you know can't fail. So yeah, everybody knows the song. At BC Clark's anniversary. Now song, remembering the remember. the telephone jingle, the telephone number jingle for the Dallas Times Herald classifieds ads, which is no hasn't been a thing in 30 fucking years, but it's like. <laughs> Call Sam for eight one four one four. The Dallas Times Herald classifieds. <laughs> <laughs> classifieds. Shit. Remember classifieds. Remember classifieds. Classifieds. I remember. Yeah. I remember being a gay teenager, and that was the only way I could find a date. Um, oh, through the class. Not a teenager. I couldn't. I, but like you know, nineteen. That's still a teenager. My most recent remember is jeans. You remember jeans? <laughs> <laughs> don't wear jeans anymore. I haven't worn no. jeans since this pandemic started. It's no, all pajama either. bottoms and sweats. That's it. Yeah, That's soft it. clothes. I'm only... gonna, I'm gonna, how if, do we if, go back? How lot, do we go back? I think a lot of things are going to change. I think, you know, yeah. I think when we go back to normal life, hopefully, you know, by April of 2021, I'm holding out for that. Um, yeah. Maybe as early as February. You never know. But I think we're going to see a lot of people just wearing, like, I, first of all, a lot of people are going to start working from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the regular. And right. a lot of people yeah, are just going to. Commercial like, real estate is going to crash. I know. Sure. That's great. Maybe they'll drive yeah. down housing prices. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, people are going to want to spend more at home. Yeah. yeah. They want to um, spend more at their houses to 
because they're yeah, there maybe, all the maybe. Uh, but yeah, we're going to see a lot of that, I think, and a lot of just pajama bottoms and flip flops. And that's yeah. fine. That's fine. You know what? It's that'll like just college. be. It's like <laughs> college. All it's... the time. I have soft clothes that I sleep in. Are my oh, yeah. Yeah. pajama soft clothes. And then I change into different soft clothes for the day. Yeah, I have three different soft clothes. I have my pajamas, which are not really pajamas. Mm-hmm. It's like a little, it's like soft shorts and then a fucking t-shirt that's just like yeah. been around so long that it's just barely hanging on to its identity as it's a t-shirt. It's so soft though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's so soft. soft, but it's like kind of, now at this point, it's like wearing a shawl. Because <laughs> it's just but like, it's, it's your like, soft yeah, shawl. it's my soft sleepy shawl uh, that used to be a t-shirt <laughs> with a French bulldog on it. And now it's, now it's just a weird face. <laughs> decal right. hanging on for dear life um and and these old shorts these these old like soft like uh, beach shorts uh that yeah. have held together incredibly well and then i have my <laughs> i have my my workout i have a couple different workout outfits depending on when i want to wash and uh and then i have my soft clothes that i'm wearing right now that i'm just kind of like there you yep. go i have my soft drawstring pants that don't even go all the way yep. down to my ankle i like i'm having my ankle exposed oh i'm such a naughty flapper yeah. and uh, yeah and then... <laughs> pretty soon you're going to be able to vote <laughs> oh uh, what's that um uh okay so <laughs> That was good. That so was good. pull up your, you know, pull up your, so pull up, I don't know, drink your, and get on your soft clothes if you're not already wearing yeah, them. And if you're not, yeah. why? Why? Odds, why? Odds are, odds are, listeners, good listeners, gentle, gentle listeners, you're already in your soft clothes with a drink in That's your right. hand. Uh, that is, fe- that is what I want for you. Yeah. There's also like a lot of uh, <clears throat> ladies are free balling. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I I have to, like, I'm not underwire. Like, I'm not going to do an underwire, right? Yeah. But, um, but I, like a bralette. And that, so this is a new discovery of just a really light, gently holding, <laughs> caressing bra. Nothing that's fighting gravity. Yeah, uh, I God, I haven't yeah, had I... children, so I don't have the same fight and struggles that other people have. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's not. It's not a. It's not a contraption. It's just more just just softness and and comfort. It's a little more so comfortable like, for me. It's like the difference but... between like uh, flying coach and flying first class. Yeah. Yeah. Or seeing yeah, movie. Or seeing a movie in the Dollar Show versus seeing a movie at like Alamo Draft House. Uh, it's yeah. like, oh, it's comfortable. There's a joke the in there about the nuts, for there sure. is. Well, I'll make a joke about nuts. I can't freeball it because I don't want to play hacky sack. <laughs> I've never, yeah. I've never been able to freeball it. Uh, I'm yeah. just too, I'm, I, you know, I'm not TMI, but it's. I am an know, underwear person. Some people are not. I, I like. I am definitely. I don't. I'm person. not a fan of boxer shorts because I just, I don't like the way they feel under right. pants. Um, yeah. Generally, so I like I I do like I do like Are you my a boxer brief. Person? Yeah, I like boxer briefs. Yeah. Uh, I just that's for my structurally they give me the support I need. It's like you know for for some guys and I am among them. Uh, well, not just guys for anybody. Uh, sometimes boxer briefs, you know, you need them to be whatever you're wearing on your junk. You need to function kind of like a thunder vest. Mm. And that's what I need. You don't want to stress feel, them out. I don't. I don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to worry. Like when I fell down the stairs yesterday again, <laughs> uh, 
I'm pretty sure that if I had not been wearing boxer briefs, I would have wound up sitting on my nuts. And that would be so <laughs> much worse. So I can walk around daily going, if I fall and I break my skull, well, at least my nuts will be intact. Because That's right. They're in their cocoon. Yeah. Thank their you. Little... Thank you, Fruit of the Loom. Uh, yeah, or whoever. Right. That's, again, not a sponsor. I'm not even sure what brand of underwear I wear. I, oh, it's H&M. That's, I get it from H&M. Or did. I don't know. Oh. I need new underwear. Uh, anyway, <laughs> aren't you Anyway, aren't so you, that's our soft clothes discussion. Aren't you glad you tuned in today? Uh, Yay! Like, Everybody 20. understands the soft clothes and how do we go back it's to It's important underwire. to talk about our daily yeah. lives. It really is. So we're just, we're it normalizing is. what we're all going through. We're all in this it's together. <laughs> these stories, we're not. We're all supportive of these stories, now but we're not all going to live these together. I want to hear a story of like a haunted pair of whitey tidies or something. Um, there's got to oh, be. I'm sure there's there's, gotta be they're one. haunted there's, in many ways yeah. that you don't expect, <laughs> or that you do. I don't know. All right. Okay, so you our read a story. <laughs> our first submission, which, as far as I know, is not about underwear, uh, no. comes from no, Nina. Nina says... Hi, Nina. Hi, Nina. Hey, Jamie and Michael. Happy early or late Thanksgiving, depending on when you two see this. It's late, but that's okay. Late, it, it's like sure late. You're like a... You're, the story is like a succulent leftover. I okay. have some spooky college stories from Southwestern Michigan College for you guys. It's a small college in lower Southwest Michigan near South Bend, Indiana. Oh, I've been there. Uh, it's only been yeah. around since 1964, so it doesn't have a lot of history. Our only claim to fame is that we were mentioned on MTV's Catfish in season one, but the host of Catfish <laughs> couldn't find us on the map, <laughs> but, had, <laughs> but had no issue a reverse Google uh, image searching the catfisher's photo, which is total bullshit. LOL. Yeah. I, I don't know what yeah. she's talking about. Sorry. Um, so we don't you have any what legends. Is. I do know what catfishing is. I'm not, I don't know the specific story she's referencing because I've never seen the show in TV's catfish. Oh. Uh, but I, but I, I guess I, I, can, I can draw inferences. They're like, you can't find us on a map, but you can fucking reverse Google search an image. Right. From I mean yes. yeah technically that's right you got te- it technically you know, that is you easier had it. there's You're fine. I had it okay I just needed confidence I needed underwear you, for my brain good. it was a tech thing I know <laughs> but you did great <laughs> I just need underwear for my brain for confidence um, <laughs> I need a thunder shirt for my brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we don't have any legends of bitches in white that haunt the bell towers and stories about modern-day Romeo and Juliet lovers. However, we have some weird things happen on campus, but they haven't been explained as far as I know. I attended uh, SMC from 2010 to 2014. I worked on campus but was able to stay home without having uh, to live at the dorms. My job was helping run events on campus and running errands. I worked with a lot of faculty and staff members that told me weird things would happen after hours when classes were over. I heard a lot of stories from the second floor in our college services building. I never experienced anything myself on that floor, but the dean of arts and sciences uh, assistant told me a few construction workers, staff, and faculty on weekends would hear groups of people talking in empty classrooms. <laughs> they would call campus security and they couldn't find anyone on camera or in the locked building. I had other staff members, friends, and classmates that lived at the dorms tell me about seeing glowing orange orbs in parking in the parking lot at night. I've had to stay late at night on campus, but I never saw anything myself. There is another story that I heard from multiple staff and faculty members and from the professor that witnesses uh, that... Uh, oh, I lost my place. Sorry. Sorry, Nina. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. There is another story that I heard from multiple staff and faculty members and from the professor uh, that witnessed this incident herself. 
This English professor had an older lady walk in the elevator with her during the middle of the day. The English professor admired this older lady's outfit, which looked like it came uh, out of the 1950s, 1960s. They got to the second floor, and the English professor looked down and noticed this old lady's legs were missing. And the old lady vanished when she looked back up at her. Man, rude. Uh, I... (laughs) I was just about to compliment your outfit, and you're just going to go and poof. And then you didn't um, have any legs. How didn't do you even compliment have that? any legs. It's inappropriate. <laughs> There's an old joke from, I think it's uh, Hot Shots Part 2, where she's like, he's somebody, he, like, uh, 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 the main guy, it's like being romantic, he like comments on this lady's legs, and she's like, thank you. I had them, uh, she's like, I had them, I had them extended. Now they go all the way down. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took an art class in the Lions Building, which is one of the original buildings on campus, uh, in my second year of college. Our class came back from an art exhibition, which was held on the first floor of the Lions Building. Our class was on the second floor in a hallway near a few other classrooms, that, and there was a staircase at the very far end, uh, not near us since we were on the opposite end. My teacher shut the door, and uh, you could hear it latch. It was a big, heavy door because it was like big, heavy. Uh, it was like those big, heavy wooden school doors uh, you'd see in in an old high school or an old college. Um, I'm thinking of Hogwarts now. <laughs> the door had a window, and the wall had uh, side window panes near the door, so you could see people walk by. My teacher had us gathered around at a table that was facing this door while he gave us a lecture over the uh, exhibition we just attended. The door flew wide open and slammed shut. Really hard. <laughs> My class. Everyone's a critic. Like in front of um, the class? That's crazy. Right, right. My class was in shock because we didn't see anyone go by the door. My teacher and a few classmates ran out to the hallway. There was no one there. The classrooms near us were empty and the doors were locked. My teacher was upset because he wanted to find the student who tried disrupting the class, but no one was around on the second floor. Like I said earlier, I didn't live in the dorms. I had friends that lived and worked at the dorms, and I knew a couple of staff members that ran the dorms too since I worked with them once in a while while I was on campus. Our dorms on campus are between 20 to 6 years old, so not very old at all. Supposedly, IT called a couple of times to uh, Jerdon Hall, uh, J-E-R-D-O-N, I hope I'm saying that right, Jerdon Hall, which is one of the older dorms on campus. Yeah, I'm not sure how else you pronounce that. Jadon. You add a li- just a little British flair, and then it sounds right, yes. no matter what. Jadon Hall. Um, <laughs> so IT had called a couple times to Jadon, Jerdon Hall, which is one of the you older it, dorms on campus. They had issues with the security cameras, and they uh, would pick up a black, uh, black moving shadows or mists at night. One of the God, security. God, I love a security camera ghost. They're oh, I fucking love a security camera so ghost. They're so good. They're so creepy. <laughs> They're so creepy. One of the they security are. cameras got changed out to be tested to see if there was a glitch. Uh, I had more than one person tell me that an unknown person was caught on camera and they walked through a door and disappeared. I had, uh, I did at the time, know someone working at the front desk at Jordan Hall. Jordan, 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 Gerbil Hall. Uh, at the dorm? But they, <laughs> but they didn't see the footage, the person working, uh, they didn't see the footage of the person walking through the door. They did see shadows and mists on cameras a lot at night when they worked that shift. So yeah, I don't know if my college is really haunted by ghosts or just the energy of emotional awkwardness or anxieties of college students and staff. Who knows? Happy holidays and stay spooky. <laughs> ah, you know, it's well, a good point. Reasonable. I mean, like, I think a lot of hauntings are the result of just kind of the emotional atmosphere of the place. Uh, you know, it yeah, can, it can bring sure. out it can bring out all kinds of things. I tend toward the the poltergeist um, 
the sort of modern day take on what poltergeists are. They're really just kind of it's unconscious or subconscious telekinesis that's just kind mm-hmm. of randomly, you know, it's like it's like it's think of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You're Dr. Jekyll. But Mr. Hyde's inside of you toiling away because of puberty or because of a bad situation or when you're in a liminal period in life, a transitional period, so you're very vulnerable and trying to figure things out. Meanwhile, Mr. Hyde is inside of you. And let's suppose Mr. Hyde is like an invisible thing and then come out. And the more energy you give him, he can come out and fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, that's kind of that's what, what a lot of uh, um, modern... Uh, uh, scientists in the field think about poltergeist activity. Not that it's like a deceased uh, ghost or a spirit or, or an right. elemental, but it's just it's it's human energy that's somehow uh, you know going out there into the world and unconsciously doing these things because you know because you're having a shit day. Which I yeah. which that I love that explanation because it gives me, it's so fucking relatable. You ever have those? <laughs> right. days? I mean, just like they look at look at the. Uh, Look at the same kind of thing in in miniature. Like when you have a really bad day, how much little shit goes wrong around you? Yeah. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. because you're keep, like, it's like, oh, my God, I keep dropping my fucking phone. I've never had a problem with dropping my phone before. Like, oh, my God, I just sliced my finger on the chopping block and I've never done that before. You know, it's like little things like that. It's like what we read that story one time of the, the, uh, the uh, conspiracy of objects. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> of everyday objects to fuck your shit up. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, 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 I buy it. I buy it. I do. Yeah. I just do. Yeah. That's one. There's also, you know, that it's never been human energy. It's a different kind of energy that's masquerading mm-hmm. as human energy. There's, a, I mean, yeah. Uh. It sees human energy and is like, oh, I like that outfit. I'm going to wear that. Right. Poltergeist it, as a term is like fibromyalgia as a term. No one's really exactly <laughs> yeah. sure, but it's a nice place yeah. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's evocative yeah. enough. It starts a conversation. Right, right. Um, okay, so the next story is very long. Oh, I'm in. Very, very long. So I'm in. be ready for it. I'm going to uh, offer a running okay. commentary so I can still okay. feel like I'm participating. You should. Please do. <laughs> Happy holidays. Hopefully happy. <laughs> it's a holiday Hope, commercial. Hopeful holidays. <laughs> hopeful happy holidays. <laughs> this is our commercial for Patreon. Yay. Uh, so sign up. Join. Be a Do patron. It. Join Do the it. Discord. It's a lot of fun. They have D&D games. They're so fun. Oh, Very it's supportive. Great, it's such a great community. No reason not to it's do it. It's so much fun to interact with our community. That's true. And also, it it's helpful for us to, to keep uh, from other commercials getting in besides this one this so please join true. uh it's it is it is a lot of fun and we do so appreciate all of the support that we have from patrons out there um we appreciate anything that anything you could do uh mm-hmm. patreon.com ghoul intentions mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we really really appreciate it our discord chats will be for all discord uh, members that will be on the 12th of December yes. at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. And then we will also have one for our Phantasm tier, uh, the nice. Discord Phantasm tier at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, same, t- same time on the 26th. Yes. So join us. We love join us. We love hearing from you. We love getting to talk with you in a more interactive way. We really, Mm -hmm. really look forward. We just finished up a chat uh, yesterday 
uh, yeah, with our patrons, really and we all agree that it's just like I don't know, it's just so much fun. It, it's it's my it's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is getting to interact yeah. with the community and hearing personal stories and just getting to chat with people, especially and now questions that we don't think about. Exactly. Like what was the one? The book? Like what? Yeah. What? Uh, what? To, what us? Yeah. What? Or what? Like what literary style would you would you adopt if you were writing a ghost story? Was, yes. was uh, Sarah's Such question. Such a great question. And it was yeah, so, we, so good. We have so I'm, much fun with it. So yeah. Uh, and you will too if you are a patron. If mm-hmm. you aren't sure, um, find a patron and ask them, and they'll tell you. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun, and we yeah. certainly certainly appreciate the support. And the group um, and the and community is very supportive of each other as well. So once you're in, you're family. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yay, yay, patron, and happy holidays. Hopeful holidays. We hope to see you happy on Patreon. Hopeful holidays. <laughs> wow. Stay spooky. This is from Caitlin. Hi, guys. Hi, Caitlin. You can call me Kay, which is funny because Hi, your name Kay. starts with a C. So you can call her Kay. Maybe it's Caitlin Kay. Um, oh, maybe. Like middle maybe. name Kay, K-A-Y. I don't know. Maybe. What if she has two names? What if she's fashioned but I like What if it. she's Caitlin Caitlin um, and one Caitlin, is spelled Caitlin. with a Caitlin Caitlin. And, and one of the Caitlins is spelled with a K. I like that. I just, maybe. I don't know. I like that energy. Yeah, we're not going to get through this story very fast if we. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, any pronouns are fine with me, and I thought I should write in to one of my favorite podcasts. Yay. Well, thank you. I've had two separate series of encounters I find hard to explain. So I've only sent one for now and would be happy to send the other later on. Of course, please do. Yes. Um, first, I'd like to say I do like to stay skeptical, but I believe there are things in this world we have yet to discover, explain, or understand fully. Now, for the stories. I used to work at a haunted house through college. I spent four years there and got very comfortable with the location. It was popular locally, statewide, and was even nationally recognized. It's changed ownership since then, so I won't be using its name. I'll just call it The Haunt. No, it's like you mean like it's a, like it's a haunted attraction, like it's a like a. It's a haunted house attraction. Yeah. I gotcha, gotcha. So like a right. place Which where I you think go to the be haunt scared. would be a great name for a haunted house attraction. I mean, right? I I agree. Yeah, the one you know, the ones that you walk through, the ones wanted, that you walk through. This is a dream I don't job. I I, I, like I would love to work for a haunt. Well, it's my dream one day to actually own and operate a, a publicly, you know, a, um. What's the word? A public a, haunted house. A, a pub, a pub haunt house. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. A pub, publicly haunted, but it's a pub. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'd have to like you know, but you can only get drinks at the end. I don't want people going through drunk. No. Because that's just that's just you're just Mm-mm. you're just asking for no, disaster. That's an accident. But at the end, it's like ah, if you want to get to the pub, you have to get through the haunt first, and then then oh, re- then reward yourself. Yeah. So, so. goal oriented. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> like rats in a maze with the cheese. Only the cheese yeah. is soaked in vodka. Right. That's <laughs> that's great. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, and we'll name it the 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 pub crawl haunt. No, public. Or I, haunt. I was what did uh, I had a name for it? Um, oh, I was gonna call it the spiritual journey. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> the spiritual journey of rats. And you get to be the rat. Okay. Who moved my haunted cheese? <laughs> Back to K. Back to K. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the haunt is supposed to be actually haunted. And I have a collection of stories from myself and other actors. God, I, love I love a haunted, this. haunted house. I, it's so great. It's so, this, so fun. I'm all about this trope. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there was said to be three ghosts, two of them men who were friends one of the one of the founders, and a little girl. A visiting psychic also claimed there was a little boy, but nobody there had any stories to back that up. Mm-hmm. The two men generally didn't bother or directly interact with anybody. They just walked through the hunt together to keep an eye on things. We do know their names, but I'm going to keep their anonymity. A close friend that I'll call Giggles had permission to wander through the main building, and he would hear heavy footsteps behind him. So he'd turn to see who it was, and there would be nobody there. Mm. Eventually, he learned to just step aside and let the sounds pass by him. Mm. Which, to me, is one of the creepiest things. Like, when you see videos, there's a couple of videos on TikTok, I think, that have done that, where someone's running up the stairs right past the person, and you can hear them run up the stairs. Yeah. That's just... Oh, it's terrifying! Yeah, it really Those is. Are, that's that's footsteps extra <laughs> when they're <laughs> yeah, right next to you. It's very aggressive. You know? Yeah. Um, I think I may have seen the men one night my first year there. I was in a large open cave area with lots of fog. The big area was I I was in was fairly well lit. Com- compared to the tunnels leading to it. I had a clear view of the tunnel leading to the cave, and the way it was lit allowed me to easily spot when people would be coming. This time, I did not see a shadow pass in front of the light, just the shape of a head and shoulders cut very clearly through the fog. Mm -hmm. The fog closed, and then a second head and shoulders shape passed through. Uh It was surreal, but I wasn't frightened. Like I said, the men didn't really interact with anybody. I did sort of quietly mumble, hi, guys, when I estimated they'd be passing by me, though. (laughs) That's just polite. That's just good manners. Yeah, it is. The little girl was a very stereotypical little girl ghost. Long white dress, pigtails, and before I knew she was there, I accidentally made one of my characters look Mm. just like her. I'm small to begin with, and when I was allowed to wonder, I wore knee pads so I could crawl or walk down halls and through rooms on my knees. I accidentally scared a fellow actor so badly she about passed out. She spotted me coming down the hall and thought I was the ghost. Oh, dear. I apologized to her for the rest of the season. (laughs) That's a great great setup. In a horror movie, that's a great setup for a much bigger scare later on. It's like, oh, Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, She also had a clearly defined area she'd visit. The room layout didn't matter. The haunt would be gutted and rearranged every few years. Her turf was on the actual grounds itself. Uh. The haunt had two types of actors, paid and volunteered. Paid were expected to be there as many nights as possible, and they needed to let somebody know when they could not make it. Volunteers could come as many nights as they wanted and didn't have to let anybody know if they could make it. (laughs) A lot of the volunteers we got were friends of actors who could only help for a weekend or groups from either of the local colleges. Mm, One night, we had enough people to give some rooms more than one person. A paid actor and a reliable volunteer were located in a larger room together. It had a couch set the long way, so the guests had to walk all the way around to get through the room. Paid actor sees volunteers standing very stiff off to the side of the room with her arm out a little awkwardly. Paid actor in character, we had to stay in character in the hunt at all times unless there was an emergency, asks, what was she doing? The volunteer weirdly, the PA said, told her she was holding hands with the little girl. Paid actor thinks, (laughs) okay, whatever. If that's your acting choice, go for it. (laughs) Eventually, (laughs) sure. That's totally fine. Weird choice, but you're committed. I respect that. That's right. Go for it. You're an artist, girl. I'm not going (laughs) to. Eventually, volunteer says she doesn't feel very well and leaves. She did not return to help that season. 
The paid actor told me and my two close friends that story, and we lost our collective minds. Neither she nor the volunteer knew anything at all about the little girl. Oh. Poor paid actor asked us a million times if we were serious and then got a little watery-eyed. She did act for a few more seasons, so she must have reconciled with it. Wow. The next story Ooh. takes place over two nights, and it's a doozy. Oh. My third year there, I settled very comfortably into the dining room scene. It was hard to keep actors there due to the unusual and strong smell they use to make the room stink. Uh, uh, I love embracing uh, all of the, you know, all the all, all the, the senses. senses in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I can I can smell I can just imagine it right now. I, yeah. <laughs> the scent disc was called brain matter. I can't really describe the scent, nor do I know what brains actually smell like to tell you if it was accurate. <laughs> I didn't mind it and stopped noticing it after a while, so the room uh, so the room was mine. I built a great character and had a few fun routines. Imagine, it was hard a, imagine keep, a scented yeah. candle. <laughs> it smells like brain matter. Called mm. brain matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the Hannibal Lecter line. Right, Ugh. which it plays later into the story. Oh, dear. Uh, it was hard to keep actors in the kitchen area for very long as well. It was a very open, well-lit room, and there was simply no place to hide for a good scare. You had to really act if you were placed there. For most of that season, a very kind, very soft-spoken, 30-something-year-old guy we'll call Jay was in the kitchen. <laughs> Jay was good at scaring people and good at the kitchen room, but was shuffled someplace else for the latter half of the season. Mm. The night this all happened, we were short on actors, and the woman assigning rooms let me know there would be nobody at all in the kitchen area. Without the sounds of the other actors coming from the kitchen, I'd have no idea when people were coming down the hallway towards the dining room unless the group was particularly chatty. Mm -hmm. So I told her I could just act in both the dining room and the kitchen. There was also a painting in the dining room that, when the hidden motion sensor was triggered, would slide down and a giant ghoul would fly out. Hmm. So the painting ghoul could work the dining room without me. <laughs> that night went south fast. Uh-oh. Now, I know what you're all thinking. It's a haunted house. It's designed to scare people. Of course, you're going to get scared. Well, paid actors would spend six to nine hours in a single room of the haunt a night. And, and as it got closer to Halloween, we'd work Thursday through Sunday. You become very, very familiar with how the room works, how the whole place works. Because everything is arranged so tightly to make most of the space, you can learn how to tell where guests are by pacing of the sounds around you. Mm. You learn the loop of the soundtrack in your room. You learn exactly where the prop triggers are. I had been there for three years at that point and spent the season before in the same dining room. I was not scared of any part of the haunt at all until the kitchen. Oh. The kitchen that night smelled strongly of rotten eggs. <laughs> but no big deal. A lot of rooms had gross air fresheners. <laughs> the dining room had brain matter, after all. Right? Right, right, I have right. To pause to drink some water. <laughs> to drown out, to help drown out the imaginary smell I'm now visualizing. I know. I or... think maybe my body's like, ooh, get it out. Um, okay. It was a slow night, and kind of right away I started to notice movement. Just quick, out of the corners of my eyes. I'd always turn, expecting a fellow actor to come from whatever direction. Nope. Nothing there. There were no lights set to flicker in the kitchen, just a dim whitish bulb or two in the dirty light fixture. I'd see something human height, circular, and red through the windows in the claustrophobia hallway of the kitchen. 
I'm mildly nearsighted, acting without my glasses, and wasn't wearing contacts then, but I was pretty sure there was another actor messing around. One of the build crew guys had a clown mask with a red nose and the reputation of doing goofy stuff like that. The red thing would start human height and then sink down into the claustrophobia cushions like a person doing the escalator mime routine. I fully expected to see clown mask guy crawling out and into the kitchen, but nothing. Visible from the kitchen windows was also the blocked off single entrance to the maintenance area behind the mirror maze. It was just a net with some fake moss and leaves. Mm. I saw... uh, once, but for an extended period of time, a full-body shape standing behind the netting. I'd look away, look back, and it would still be there. I told myself it was Clown Mask Guy messing around again, but he was a really nice guy and would have come out and goofed off with me for a few minutes. There were more of those quick little dark shapes out of the corner of my eyes, lots of them, and then the growing, overwhelming feeling that I was not welcome. Oh, It actually became hard to do my job, but if I went and hid in the dining room, I'd never know when groups were coming. To do my job, I had to stay in the kitchen. My friend, Giggles, was roaming around that night, and he'd stay in the room with me as long as he could. He wasn't able to stay all night. Part of the reason he roamed was to take the place of actors who needed breaks, so he could be gone for an hour or more at a time. Finally, finally, another actor was sent out to cover the kitchen. The story continues the next night when I followed up with Clown Mask Guy. He was using his other character the night before and therefore was not using the clown mask. He also never made it near the back half of the layout at all. On top of that, the kitchen did not have one of those gross-out scents in it. So the rotten egg smell was completely unexplained. Demon! Demon! (laughs) Then... Or or a Bigfoot. it could be a Bigfoot. Yeah. Why not? It's true, Bigfoot. It could be Bigfoot. Bigfoots Backed are paranormal as fuck. Screaming. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not making that shit up. Bigfoot, there's yeah. a lot of weird Bigfoot stories of them like haunting a place the way a ghost would. It's fucking strange. But that's another yeah. tale for another time. Right. I just true. want to be clear, that's I wasn't true. being facetious. It might have been Bigfoot. It might have been a Bigfoot. Uh, I would say backed up sewage, but that would have been through the whole thing. It wouldn't have just been in one room. Yeah, yeah. Because that stuff's pretty, whew, Oh, it permeating. permeates um, everything, yeah. Yeah. Then I bumped into Jay and told him they had me in the kitchen. Without saying anything more, I asked him how he could stand the room. He looked at me dead in the eyes and said sincerely, I just pretended I couldn't see them. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry for my goofy laugh. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I was set in my beloved dining room again for the following night and was hoping for everything to go smoothly. Just to be safe, before we opened, I did something I never had before. I addressed the room. I told whatever it was out there, it was okay if they wanted to play or interact, but last night was very scary and I didn't like it. They were not welcome to interact with me that way again. They could not scare me on purpose. They had to be nicer. <laughs> Unlike people who were going to the to the haunted house to be scared. Yeah. Workers <laughs> not wanting to be scared. <laughs> My dining room character was a friendly, over-talkative cannibal restrained in a fake tied straight jacket and Hannibal-like mask. Oh, there it is. who just really, really, really wanted some company. The rest of the costume was sweatpants and grubby old tennis shoes. Part of the bit was I'd offer to sing people. What? Soft clothes. Soft clothes. See? Even even Hannibal. Uh, Part of the bit was I'd offer to sing people songs, 
what they'd get <laughs> was a loud, off-key version of whatever they'd asked for. <laughs> I'd keep bit. up this right. It is. <laughs> I'd keep up the singing and talking alone in my room all night because we had to stay in character, but mostly just to annoy the hell out of the very rude girl in the room ahead who could hear me pretty clearly. <laughs> I sat in the little clear spot on the dining room table and rested my feet on the chairs. So, uh, uh, so one, I was out of the way. Two, I could pretend to be a prop. And three, I was sitting. Since it was slow again, I entertained myself singing whatever came to mind. There were no bad vibes to get me down. <laughs> I stopped at one point to thank the void for listening to me and playing nicely, and I started singing again. Then I saw a shadow moving on the floor in the very bright hallway light. The best I can describe it is the shadow was somebody's arm, elbow, or the shadow somebody's arm or elbow would make if they were awkwardly dancing. Oh. The problem was I was totally alone, and the shadow was coming from the wrong direction. Whatever was making the shadow would have had to have been in the room with me to cast that shadow. Oh. Okay, fine, cool. Not actually scary, and we were clearly having a good time. <laughs> I like then, your style, Kay. I really like your okay, style. We're dancing. That's cool. It's good. Then I catch something dark out of the corner of my eye. It was hovering at the edge of the mask, almost touching me. Oh. Think like perched on the outside of the arm of your glasses. Oh, oh, I turned, oh. Yeah, right by, right by your face. I turned to look at it, and a small, clearly defined circular shape dropped down onto the table, zipped across it, avoiding all obstacles, and then went off of the edge and up. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. There's still no heebie-jeebies. That would have given me heebie-jeebies. Because initially, I would have thought it was a spider. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have gotten me first. But dropping... Running and then going in the air, mm. that's not, that. it's the air at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's clear, it's like it's trying to say, like, I dare you to say I'm dust. Right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> look at me, look at me. <laughs> look what I can do. Um, <laughs> okay, and maybe it could have still been a spider, but it seems unlikely. Uh, yeah. Okay, but still no heebie-jeebies. So I said out loud, that was fine. I could see them, and I knew they were there, but they weren't scaring me. I thanked them for listening again and then didn't see anything else like like that for the rest of the night. It was the end of the season. I said out loud in the room that I was graduating, going to go back home, and maybe I wouldn't be able to come back. I'd miss the space and the fun weird things. I also asked if the little girl was out there. I told her I'd never seen her, and I was sorry if I ever hurt her feelings by dressing like her. I told her that I'd like to see her, and if I could see her, I might— know a song from when she was still alive and I'd sing it for her. No response. So I'd sing, I sang something I'd been singing all season. There's a very sweet song from an older episode of Sesame Street where Ernie sings uh, and it's called I Don't Want to Live on the Moon. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? that. It's such a good yeah. song. Okay, so I'm not a great singer, but I gave a more on-key, sincere version than I had been before. When I finished, my chest and thighs got ice cold, absolutely freezing. Then the cold vanished, and I was crying. And when I figured out what might have happened, I cried a little more. Mm -hmm. You see, I was sitting on the dining room table again, knees apart just enough for a child-sized figure to fit between them, wrap their arms around me, and give me a hug. <gasps> oh, that's... I Terrifyingly so sweet. sweet. And scary. Yeah. Horrifyingly lovely. Oh. <laughs> Keep up the good work. You're fun to listen to and provide some much needed laughs in a crummy year. Oh. Okay. 
P.S. I know Michael is into scary YouTube channels. Hell uh, yeah. Jamie is too. I don't uh, know yeah, why I got yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you have to check out Bedtime Stories and Beyond Creepy. Mm-hmm. Bedtime Stories has well-researched, illustrated spooky tales. And Beyond Creepy has the best variety of stuff I've ever come I'm across. not familiar with Beyond Creepy. I will go check that out mm-hmm. immediately following this recording. Bedtime Stories I know quite well. I, I subscribe to them. I think they're awesome. They've, they've yeah. given me several ideas for my own topics on this show. And I just love their presentation. The artwork is gorgeous. Um, yeah. And they do, yeah, they do solid research. Um, That's nice. Yeah, they they uh, their epi- they did a two part episode on um, one of my favorite topics, the uh, Skinwalker Ranch. So I oh, referred right, yeah. to them a lot in my own research, and uh, quite true. awesome they are. But beyond, beyond creepy, I'm not familiar with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bookmark that yeah, right now and check it check out. Check it out. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. Good story. Ooh, very good it. story creepy, indeed. Creepy. Um, oh. Thank you, everybody. Keep sending your stories in as usual. Please, 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 Schoolintentions.com. We hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And a safe Even one. Even if you were just at home by yourself, like I was yeah. with Jack. It was just us. Yeah. Um, or just alone by yourself, by yourself. Like, no pressure. That's the benefit of it. It's it's kind of, you know, there, no there are, there is, there is value in solitude. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, if it is enforced. Yeah, our Thanksgiving was mostly breakfast. That's uh, what Jack wanted. That he wanted sounds... he wanted biscuits and gravy. So I. That's made what Christmas is for us. Christmas is for us on Christmas Day. We don't. We've never done anything with it, either of our families on Christmas Day. Everyone in my family just kind of does their own thing, uh, in their yeah. own households for Christmas. But we get together for Christmas Eve. But Christmas Day, like Brandon and I, we'll just make some eggs, Benny, because uh, it's yeah. a tradition in his in his family. Every every Christmas morning, everyone in the McInnes, uh clan makes uh, eggs, Benny, their own spin on it, and they'll take pictures and send it to each other, or we'll all zoom with everyone for a few minutes. We're like, hey, everyone, show us your eggs, Benny. How'd you make it? It's really it's fun. Oh, that's nice. So it's, it's Christmas Christmas eggs, Benny. Yeah, Jack always wants bi- uh, biscuits and gravy. That's really uh, when it they, comes down to it. Sawmill and, gravy. And then nothing wrong with that. Wants. Nothing wrong yeah. with so I'm that. Make it for him. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, you have anything else? No, no. Thank you, guys. I, we love your stories. Yeah. Keep sending them in. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being patient with us through the holiday season as we kind of as we kind of slow down production a little bit. We'll get back. Right. We'll get back in the the grand swing of things once the new year starts. And That's right. uh, but you know, it's it's nice to be able to spend more time doing research so that we, the episodes we do give you are longer and deeper dives um so yeah but thank you thank you uh yeah stay stay well no you do this part (laughs) oh you're right okay sorry so thank you again ghoulintentions.com follow us on twitter and all that other stuff okay stay safe stay sane and remember it's okay to sleep with the lights on on. or to sing out of key if it's annoying that bitch in the front row whatever you want to (laughs) do it's fine